Hello, I'm Paul. And I'm Scott. And welcome to DC and Proud. Hello everyone, welcome back to DC and Proud. We're doing our Batman Begins Again season. This is the fifth episode, basically looking at all the many different origins of Batman. We've done Batman 66, Batman 89, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, Batman Begins, Batman Begins, and now we're on to Batman Year One. And then onto the Batman everyone, the final episode in the Batman Begins Which is very excited for. Oh, very excited, very excited. Yes, so today we're doing Batman Year One. It stars Brian Cranston as Jim Gordon, Ben McKenzie as Bruce Wayne, and Eliza Dushku as Selina. Uh, you know what? It's a good cast. I'll give you that. I know. Especially if you, you love a bit of Eliza, don't you? I, I love Eliza Dushku. Bit of faith? I do love a bit of faith. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a plot description of a wealthy playboy and a Chicago cop both return to Gotham City where their lives will intersect in unexpected ways. It is directed by... Sam Liu and Lauren Montgomery. Got any facts about this film? I've got a few facts for this film. Okay. Um, firstly, apparently Batman Year One was a, almost adapted as a live-action film with a screenplay from Frank Miller. Oh, yes. However, Warner Brothers scrapped the project in favour of Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins, which I feel like is the right thing to do. Well, interesting. I'm going to bring this up later on. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian Cranston originally turned down the part of Jim Gordon because he thought the project was based on Batman from 1966. Oh, of course he did. <laughs> he accepted after he read the script. Oh, good. <laughs> and he Very didn't have to wear any tights or anything. Oh, lovely. And also... This was actually planned for release in the US on the same day as Batman Arkham City. Oh, man. What a game. Hmm. Is it, the, is, it the, is it one of the best ones? I think Arkham Asylum is better than Arkham City, but Arkham City is very good. I agree. Yeah. And also, it obviously stars Eliza Dushku from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I'm just, you know, a tiny, tiny fan of. Tiny fan. <laughs> but also, the music is by Christoph Beck, who also did the score for... Buffy as well. Oh! Season 3 of Faith's Buffy as well. Nice! Who came first? Faith or the composer? It's like the chicken or the egg. (laughs) (laughs) Right, uh, so let's get into it. Um, Yes. We've both read the graphic novel, correct? Yes. Have you read it a long time ago? I read it recently. Oh, you read it recently? Yes. Did you read it recently for this episode? Yes. Oh, did you? Yes. Oh, that's very special. Thank you. Uh, And what do you think of it? I love the graphic novel. Yeah, same. I think, it's a, I think it's a masterpiece. 10 it is 10. a masterpiece. Yeah. So, I'm ready to lay my cards out on the table. Yeah, yeah, go for it, because I just don't know what to say. Okay, so, so it's not as good. No way near. This film no is not near. as good as the graphic novel. No way near. And I think half the reason is is because it's, it's set out like a, like a noir detective yeah. thing. And what makes the graphic novel so special is, like, to me anyway, like the inner monologues. Of, yep. of both Gordon and Batman running parallel with each other. But I don't think it works in movie form. Because everyone else has to speak as well, otherwise it'd yeah. be weird. Right? It's, it's, it's so off-putting. Yeah. And it's, I think it just doesn't motivate or move the story mm. along fast enough. Yeah. It just, you just, you end up with scenes that are like two seconds long and then you've skipped yeah. like a week. And yeah. it's just, it, it, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't execute it as well. Yeah. 
Absolutely, and it's, I agree. Which is such a shame, really, because mm. it's come from such a massive and powerful novel. Mm. And the, the interesting thing, though, is like I was, I had the the graphic novel open while while uh, interesting, right? <laughs> while I did not this, <laughs> while watching this, and I was like, man, it's literally sticking to it. Mm. Like every scene is like exactly what the scene yeah. is going to be in the comic book, following the exact scene that came before it. So it's 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 very it's very uh, what's the word? Faithful. He's got it. Got it. It's very faithful to the graphic novel. It absolutely is. But there is just it just doesn't yeah, it just doesn't execute it no. in, in the right way. And um I think let's just get into it. So I think for starters, I feel like we can tackle the first half, which is very separated by Gordon and yeah. Bruce Wayne before it gets to like when they're basically combined for the rest of but I don't story. even I don't even think they're combined for the rest of the story, mm. and I also feel like it's not even a majority of this film is not Batman's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Jim Gordon's story. Yeah, so it's just it's, as, it's as fascinating. Jim, Jim Gordon, Gordon is year is one. As not, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's very true. Um, so if you this tackle Jim Gordon, right? Fine. So all the way from when he first gets to Gotham up until basically when Batman starts appearing. Yeah. We get we get Flash and Loeb. We've just had we Batman Begins. Yes, we do. Yeah. They're in they're in this they're in this as well. So it's almost like we're we're straight back into the streets of Batman Begins. Yeah. Um, but you can see that this is where this this film there's so many parallels to Batman Begins. Mm. You can see where maybe there's been a meeting and Christopher No he's read the yeah, he's probably absolutely. read the comic and stuff like that. But absolutely. The novel and there are so many parallels throughout the entire film. Mm. But there's majority of the time Batman Begins executes it so much better yeah absolutely what do you think of Brian Cranston as Gordon for the mood it's going for I think it works I, I think it works I love his voice as Gordon yeah it feels like a Gordon voice but I, it, it's mainly because of half his spoken word are inner monologues yeah so I, I, it does work but mm. I, I couldn't see it I just can't see it as a film, and I couldn't see well, Brian couldn't, Cranston can't as a see, film. Yeah, I can't see Brian Cranston himself no. as Gordon. No. But his his voice certainly works for me. Yeah, as it's just so Gordon mysterious character. and like this. I I can get I can see where you gravitate towards this because it's like a true detective mm. kind of style, mm-hmm. and that's what you like, especially when I do. It comes with Batman. I do. Oh, however, exactly. <laughs> however, what it works completely in the graphic novel. Yes. Right. Because I love seeing these these two characters run parallel with each other, and it's almost like they're they're cut from the same cloth. They're just, they're going just in growing yeah, together, going in different directions, not completely different directions, parallel but slightly in different yeah. directions. Um, but what doesn't kind of work for me in the live action animated version yeah. is I almost want to see some villains. I understand. It feels that. like it lacks something it, in this one because it feels like there's no definite story. Yeah. So because it doesn't have a bad guy, not necessarily to root for, but for someone for them to be against. Yeah. It doesn't. It, it's just, just. It's quite blah. Yeah. There's nothing really like. This isn't to say I don't really out. like it. I, no, I no, do no, still I like it. It's just, yeah. It is just. It's just because like, you get to like three quarters in. It's like okay, we're still doing the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. It's like there's what what are we going towards? And it's just basically Batman and Gordon against Gotham. Gotham yeah. is the the bad guy from within. Yeah, it's in this situation, and um, 
I which I like, agree. which really works in the graphic novel, but there's something missing. There's an element missing this. I'm like, I just want something I don't, I else. Can't, I can't think of it. It's an, uh, an essence of, I don't know, danger and an essence of... Because um, I think the only exciting bit for me mm. is when Gordon has his baby kidnapped. I know. And then, That's nuts, though. Just, it's just then, a nuts thing to happen. It's it like is. someone steals your baby. Yeah. It's like, man. And then it ends. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, you could have had that, like, in the middle or I just mm. and I feel like Selena was wasted as well and I just yeah. I just feel like it was just but the thing is it's like it is so it is exactly what the graphic novel is but why it doesn't just doesn't it work, work. why yeah, doesn't no, it work? I don't know it's, it's 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 because you're in the story just reading the thoughts I think because your imagination their heads. exactly yeah and when when you're watching a film the imagination's done for you already yeah that's it so yeah. you can't it doesn't live up to the expectation yeah. you had in your mind when it's you like, read the novel and you get everything in between the panels that you're seeing yeah. in the graphic novel and it's like it's not as compelling as it's turning not. the page and being like oh wow look yeah. look what's happening now absolutely not to say that it doesn't have some I do think it has some great segments in this I love I love um, the initial the initial bits of Gordon and he's like he's being downtrodden by his superiors and yeah. his partner and then to the point where he gets beaten up and he's like, for retribution, let me, let me just go beat up let me just beat my up partner. Time naked and just <laughs> throw him, him out. the bat. And I like this this correlation to be like, he's not using the weapons, just like Batman isn't. I'll give you the bat mm-hmm. and I'm going to take you down, even yeah. though you have the upper hand. I like that. Yeah. It's cool. And it works with, with uh, Brian Cranston's voice. What voice doesn't work for me? It's Batman. It's Batman. Ben McKenzie's voice. Which is funny because he's actually Jim Gordon in yes. Gotham. <laughs> yes. It works as a young Jim Gordon, I guess. But I agree. It doesn't work as Batman. It's just not... There's no gravel or like... I feel like there's no element of menace in his voice yeah. that makes anyone terrified. It's too high pitch, right? Yeah. I, I, there's just... Um, I just feel like it's not... It's not commanding enough. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like exactly, if you're yeah. playing Batman, even though it is meant to be year one, mm. you're still strong he's enough. Basically, he's, yeah, I guess he's a young Bruce Wayne still. Yeah, exactly. So he should I be, mean, but... you're still you're somehow climbing a five foot story building and just mm. doing flips and stuff like mm. that, which I still don't know how he does. But yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't think his voice commands enough for who he's meant to be. Mm. I absolutely agree. Yeah, and um, funny, like funny enough, I think I think this is a. The way I've set up this season, man, it's a great segue <laughs> to go from Batman Begins to this and then onto the Batman because there's so much similar elements between all yeah. three of these films. To go from from the Batman and this to the Batman of Robert Pattinson and it's just this like sloppy, I've just started, yeah. I'm getting beaten up, I'm not landing every punch and this is what we kind of get in this. I I like I like all the all the stuff of like I like the stuff he's doing yeah. in this. I just don't like the voice. The voice. Right. And that kind of takes me out of yeah. the actual story. So I like him coming saying, I'm not here for um I'm not here for closure, you know. It's been twelve years he's years he's been away from Gotham. I've come here, I what I've got a purpose, I know what I want to do, but I don't know exactly how I'm gonna do it. And I kinda of like the him figuring that out. You mean like the bat coming through his window and he going, Okay, Dad. <laughs> I mean, I like, it's a classic. Oh. It's a classic Batman thing for the bat to come through the window and, and like, land on oh. on top of that bust. But <laughs> okay, Dad, I got the point. Yes, I was like, what? 
<laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> for that symbolism. I love it. Um, and we get another origin, actual origin in this of um, very fleeting. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, what really stands out now I've watched so mm-hmm. many mm-hmm. is the pearls. Yes, the pearls. <laughs> like, they love the pearls. A, it's his face as a boy, and it's just these pearls dropping in front of his face. <laughs> I'm like, those fucking pearls. <laughs> Always with the pearls. Always with the pearls. <laughs> Bruce and his pearl necklaces. <laughs> um, I like. Lo- what do you think of uh, Bruce Wayne training? Him, him, him. Uh, you know, he's a strong guy, right? In the graph, in the graphic novel, he's he's a strong guy. You know, Very he hench. can he can kick through a tree. Yep. And he can do in this as well. <laughs> and it kind of brings me out of it where I'm like, you to kick through a tree. <laughs> Because you you're seeing it happen. That's the thing, though. I know. It, like, it's just it's so in the, it's different. It's kind of charming in, in a graphic novel. Yeah. But when you physically have a person kicking for a tree, but they they're also very clumsy when they're trying to fight other people. Yes. It's like something's not adding up right now. It's like there's something off. But um, there's something missing. As mm-hmm. as Bruce Wayne keeps wondering, something's missing. What what do I need to become? How how do you feel when Selena suddenly appears and she's a prostitute? Um, I, I mean, she's a prostitute, obviously in the graphic novel as well. Explains but. her background and stuff, so I don't yeah. mind. I just don't think again she wasn't executed very well, and that, I don't think that's anything to do with the voice. Mm. I think it's to do with how the character is written. Mm. The character, she's quite whiny yeah. and yeah. Uh, I guess it's how she's performed as well. Yeah, in a sense. What? I'm sorry. No, but no, this, I, I get it. Put, I know. I you know. You could say a line, or you could whine a line. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Eliza, God. Eliza. Um, I just feel... I think the difference is that in the graphic novel, you're seeing so, a character... She, yeah, but she's so strong-willed. Mm. And, like, I think this is what's disappointing, is that the incarnations of Catwoman we've seen are strong. Mm. So this is kind of a letdown for me. Mm. I can't even be so negative on this. I actually still liked it. <laughs> Well, I want to. I really want to know your score. I'm going to wait to the end. I so. still think. I honestly still think this is good, but it's just because I'm comparing it to the graphic novel, which means I know what you've given it. Right, it's going to compare it to the graphic novel. That's the difference, and that's all I can ever see it as. Yes, but doesn't mean it's not still a good story because it's still. Yeah, it's still Batman. I know, but it's just it's just it's, it's just compared to the graphic novel for yes. me. Um, I do enjoy that that symbolism though, of Batman sitting in in his dad's seat all bloody after having that whole night out yeah. of with Selena getting beaten up by Selena and then he sits there just looking at the the bus and the bat come through the window I think it's great symbolism yeah I'm trying to I'm being positive now I'm trying to get I the know, positive, I know you are. The positive know you are. aspects out because I do eyes. think it's positive <laughs> but yeah it just doesn't work it still works I it just doesn't work as well as in the graphic novel no but it just it just it just looks stupid <laughs> I won't lie. Just what the stupid. bat on the the bat on the yeah, bus? That and just okay, Dad. Okay, I just yeah. it just doesn't. It's, it's not. So, the it's same. Some, I guess it's something different when you're reading it than to someone else saying it. I agree. That's what Completely. it is. Yeah. So that is that is basically where our characters are left before we we jump a little bit into the future. And Batman's basically Batman now. Yes. He's 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 got his has he got his cowl on? He has. Or has he got a balaclava on? Oh no, that's that's Batman Begins. That's Batman Begins. <laughs> he has yes. he has his little hat. <laughs> that's what his matches. When he has his little hat, right? Which he doesn't wear at the end. Yeah, yeah. 
So he's Batman, he's Batman, he's clam he's he's clumsy, he's he's almost dropping people off balconies. I like seeing this stuff. Mm -hmm. I like seeing a clumsy Batman because yeah. it's it's realistic to me. It's not it's it's someone who's trying to figure out their path. Love Batman beating up kids. Yeah, yeah right. but almost dropping people to their death. Yeah. It's it's fine. Um He beats up he beats up Flas. His he second does. beat up of the film, Flas gets beaten up, and I love how he's really dramatising the situation and he's like it's this. It's not even a human. It's like this massive, this literal bat yeah. come to beat me up, and I kind of enjoy Flash's over dramatization of his situation he gets put in when he th when he's trying to make out like he was actually fighting crime in that situation when he was actually taking a bribe, taking or, a bribe, or, yeah, or giving drugs away or something. It's quite. Um, I enjoy that. A great scene though. Mm-hmm. And it probably plays, as I say, it probably still plays better in the graphic novel. When he, he turns up to this fancy dinner for all, like, the high and mighty of, of, the, of, of Gotham. Gotham. Yep. And he sets up this spotlight outside the house. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> so that it can blind everyone and he's just this silhouette saying, saying how he, they've all failed the city kind of thing. It's a nice scene. Works better in the graphic novel, it I does. say, but I still enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy the theatrical. Theatrical, theatrical nature, nature of it. Yes, yes it's quite, it's quite cool. And then a little bit later, we also see uh, Falcone because it was. I think it's yep, Falcone's Falcon. dinner party. Do you like seeing him hogtied and <laughs> naked? Um, it's the fact the henchmen come in and <laughs> they're, they're looking right. They're, up they're there. looking like arsehole, arsehole first. Um, but no one seems to <laughs> blink an eye. He, I was like, uh, he's a Kimbo, right? There, your boss, that moment. Like, are you telling me they didn't both didn't have a go first before they untied him? Come on now. <laughs> Have a go. <laughs> oh well, you never know. You yeah. don't see the you don't see the end of the exactly, scene. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You don't see him being untied. He's like before you untie me. You don't know what goes on in Falcone's exactly. own domain. <laughs> um, nice little uh, appearance from Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent, yeah. yeah. See, I like these little bits. Like, just I like having. Gotham is like a living place where these characters that we know are just there. And you don't have to necessarily have anything to do with them no, in this just story. They, yeah. But you know they exist. Yeah. And I, I like seeing the the good side of Dent before yeah. it before he changed. And he's pretty much the only one supporting Batman at this at this moment. And I like that Gordon also thinks that uh Dent is Batman, Batman. at this point. A bit like Dark Knight. Um He's got his ideas from somewhere. Crusader. Yeah. It's nice. And, um, but we get to the best, mm -hmm. the best segment for me. Right. What did you say your best segment was? Uh, the last bit, the, the Gordon chase. Okay, yeah, yeah. So my best segment is this whole where Batman is chased into this apartment building and they're literally like destroying the building just to try and kill him. And then he has to hide... He's hiding under the stairs, even though yeah. they think he's in the basement. And this SWAT team coming. This is this is a part that's amazing in the graphic novel for me. I, yeah, I love it. I agree. It. I agree. And just just the art and everything. Another thing that what doesn't make this as good as the graphic novel is it's not exactly the same artwork. The artwork in the yes. graphic novel is amazing. So that's what set that sets that apart but i just love this whole SWAT team coming in and him slowly taking all of them out locking them in the basement yep. and the whole segment again like batman begins when he calls the, the bats, bats. Yep. yep although it's a little bit silly in this 
because I don't know how he controls the bats, but they somehow just follow a police car at one point. <laughs> and like... also they, they kind of attack a helicopter. Yes! And I was, I was like, how do you make them... Attack the helicopter. Attack a hel- do you have to do it in like a high pitch? <laughs> yes, like, translate it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I suppose where Batman begins, you have to make it as realistic as possible. Yes. I suppose with animation, you can stretch it a little bit. Mm. But... Yeah, I, yeah, there's some when elements of that I just, I was when like, they're what? they're taking out a helicopter. <laughs> this isn't realistic. The bat's going, oh, let's land this bird. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> it's one of Adam West. Yeah, West, West. West. Let's land this bird, let's Robin. Let's land this bird, Robin. <laughs> but I, I do love that. I do love the um, that whole segment. I think it's pretty cool. I agree. Yeah. But Batman Begins did it better. But it did. Batman Begins did it a whole lot better. Yeah. Uh, how disappointed are you in the graphic novel and in this story mm-hmm. when Gordon cheats on his wife? I mean, I did put in my notes, Gordon the dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't, poor I wife, don't, and she's pregnant. I, I know. I've, uh, she's miserable as fuck. Mm. Um, I think it's a little bit of, of Gordon almost slipping into the darkness, but you kind of, of what Gotham to, is, yeah. yeah. He kind of has to bring himself back, and that's almost it. Almost coincides with the time when he's realizing that Batman's actually a sign of good. He kind of gets sucked into we have to kill the Batman. Yeah. We have to get rid of the Batman. I know. I feel like as well, like the whole the whole affair thing is probably when he realizes that. Wait, I'm turning into one of these people mm, absolutely. that I don't mm. want to become. Yeah, and then he's then the realization that shit, they've got the ammo they need against me now to yep. destroy my life. Yeah. And I've done this to myself. Mm. There's no one else to blame. And Absolutely. he takes responsibility for that. Absolutely. And I love that. And love he tells he her. It. Yeah, I love that he faces it yeah. up front and just tells her. Although Bruce Wayne's standing in his window. The car has stopped now. <laughs> yes. Oh no, he's leaving. <laughs> Another thing, he is so cocky. Yeah. As Bruce Wayne. Too much. Too much. I so put much. exactly, I said... Bruce is a dick. Yeah, he is so so much of a dick. It can't. It kind of definitely puts people off the scent. Yeah, but I mean, maybe he hones this a little, tones it down a little bit when he is maybe just an early day version of what he's easiest Bruce five grand you've ever earned. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was and like, ugh, gross. <laughs> and when Barbara Gordon's just sitting there, and he like opens his legs and she's like, oh, <laughs> just looks yeah. away, <laughs> staring her right in the face. I also, I, why did he? Why did he take Barbara with him? Because she was on the. She was in the car. She's the only one With that realised who Batman was, right? That was that was Essen. Essen said it's probably Bruce Wayne. No, no, no. In the parking lot of her, the apartment. Oh yeah, at the yeah. End. She sees him. Yeah, yeah. So she's the only one who knows. Right. Yeah. Because it made me laugh when <laughs> the end. Uh, Gordon, Gordon and Batman are standing opposite each other, yeah. but Gordon has to remind the viewer that I can't see without. I'm practically blind without my glasses. No, but at the same time, <laughs> I like it because I'm always like, is he just saying that? It's also the shallowest river I've ever seen <laughs> yes. on a bridge in my life. <laughs> it's true, they're it's standing. Like, what? They're definitely dead if they fell from that height. It's like... <laughs> Batman thinks he's Spider-Man all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. The the scene that I like the most with the, the baby and the chase and mm-hmm. stuff like that, the one thing that I noticed is there's no one else around, as in there's no one on the streets, there's no one like... It's true. And it no just reminds me of a PlayStation 1 game called Driver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's no one around. It's literally just cars. That's it. And I don't, we can't I don't animate these people. It, that's what it made me feel like. It's just <laughs> like, surely 
there's people around somewhere. Yeah. I just that yeah. It's just little things like that. I was just like, what? I don't understand. I do enjoy that whole the whole setup to that situation though of of because the only reason he turned around is because he followed Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Because he thought that was someone else. Yes. Exactly. Exactly that. I like that he get he shoots the motorcyclist and yeah. you're thinking that it's actually someone to come steal the baby, but it's actually Batman. It's a nice little, it's a nice little twist. Yeah. And um. Yeah, and then and then Barbara seeing him. It's just a nice little little section, just to kind of at least it's something to kind of collate these, these two characters together. This is where they've been leaning towards this yeah. altercation where they both the realize, road that they were meant yeah, to be on, and they they both realise that they're here to help each other, and they're the only two who can do it. Yeah, because everyone else is corrupt. Corrupt. And, yeah, and I, I I think the whole. The chase scene and the scene on the bridge, I think it's done really well. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, it's it's quite scary having just watching that baby fall off the bridge. Oh, I know it, it works. I was like, shit. Yeah, <laughs> it does work, doesn't it? And it's just it does whole, work really well. The whole build up to that situation, just like, man, you just stole this baby. Yeah, <laughs> you stole this baby. Stole this baby. Who are, are you, you penguin? Kill this baby? Who are you penguin? Yes. God, <laughs> it's, it really works well. Um, Another line that I've jumped over, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed, Go for it. is where um, a guy who who's going to be a witness on the stand against Flass. Yep. So Batman comes to see him, and he has the line, I know pain, and sometimes I share it with people like you. <laughs> I think that's a really cool that's line. That's a good line. It's a that really good, good line. line. I also feel the, the way they introduce uh, how Gordon now has a friend... Mm. and the way to introduce he's calling himself the Joker yeah again Batman Begins just did it better it's just, I know <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's true yeah it's, Batman Begins did it better it's, it's just the flipping over that card yeah that was and it's just it's another inner monologue it's yeah. just I, I was like oh just say it out loud for God's sake man <laughs> Jesus the inner monologues work for they, the graphic they novel they do for the graphic novel but they don't for a live action <laughs> film animated film it's just it's it was too much yeah I still enjoyed it though <laughs> I know I know I just I just feel like it just needed more yeah it did like, need it didn't, more it didn't have a continuous story I feel like it didn't have because it's breaking and jumping yeah it, it jumps so much mm. but l- literally you'd be in an office with his boss mm. and it would be literally a two second clip mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's April 15th yeah like four weeks later or something, and I'm like, "What? Why?" And he's just had his baby. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. From learning he, she was pregnant to having the baby. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Graphic no- this is where gra- it works in graphic novels because mm. like, that's that's where your imagination can really take off, and mm. and we all create our own stories and monologues in our head. And yeah, stuff you like fill that. in so the gaps yourself. Yeah, where this kind of this the time jumps just don't feel consistent it's, it's, enough it's, for me yeah it's, it's it's you don't have the you don't have the time to kind of mull it over and kind of be mm. and live inside the story yeah because some of it's the time jumps I feel weren't even needed yeah yeah and like I just I, but at the same time it is just following the graphic novel I know and I just felt like the whole thing of all the henchmen and everyone believing Catwoman works with Batwoman Batwoman Batman yeah. just because she's dressed as a cat. <laughs> yeah. And she's like getting frustrated because 
No one sees me for me. And it's just... Come on, Let me love. scratch his face. Yeah. A sidekick? I'm a sidekick. <laughs> that made me howl. That was so funny. So, so funny. Yeah. But again, it's just another character that's not really mm. executed well. Which is, I think, the difference is like... It is probably the runtime. It's so short. It's so. It's the shortest animation yeah. film, I think. Yeah. So it doesn't. It doesn't have have a chance to kind of yeah. Ferment. No, in it doesn't. The mind. It doesn't ground them properly, mm. and I think it doesn't ground them into the only people it grounds are Bruce and Gordon. Mm-hmm. Everyone else just feels kind of secondhand. Yeah. Which is, this is something they do in the Batman they bring so many kind of small characters into the Batman which we'll talk about next week mm-hmm. but um, Just so it, it only it only goes to like flesh out Gotham yeah where this just it's just it's too fleeting yeah kind of I agree yeah okay because yeah go on then okay um, is it my turn to rate first? It is. Is it? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I can't remember. Wait, I went first for 66. Yeah. Then you, then me, then you. Oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could go first if you want me to go no, first. No, no, it's fine. Um, so, I did enjoy elements of it, mm-hmm. but um, I think because I read the novel so close to watching it, I was that, that's hugely worked against disappointed. Yeah. Um, I think... I struggled with the inner monologues and time jumps and just the whole concept of it on film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's a five for Jesus me. Jesus Christ! It's another, it's another phantasm. Yes, and th- I, quite this, literally. This is not me against animation. Before anyone says anything, <laughs> even though they are the same score, mm. I enjoy phantasm more. Yeah. That's good. I, I enjoy this more than Phantasm. So we're on opposite sides of the coin, mm-hmm. uh, which means it's, it's the first time we've come to this. They both get a, a six out of ten, Phantasm right. and Year One. So because we can't make up our mind, the only way to decide this will be to go to the audience. Right. And the audience is on Letterboxd. Right. Fine. And whatever rating is higher, it Fine. means the film's higher. Okay. Correct. Well, Which I know instantly is Phantasm. <laughs> year one is 3.5. Yes. Phantasm's 3.9. And Phantasm is 4.0. There you go. There you go. So Phantasm is high. We got a new bottom film in Batman Year One. So sorry, Batman Year One. Sorry, Batman. That's that's where I mean, you end sorry, up. Jim Gordon, really, not Batman. Yeah. Sorry. I have no sorry for Batman as a uh, because your voice isn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's uh, Batman Year One. That's um, our fifth film in the Batman Begins Again season. And we're nearly done. Yeah, we're nearly done. We've got, we got uh, just the Batman left to do before our wrap-up episode after that. So that's going to be exciting next week, the Batman. Yep, it is. I'm very... Is this your second watch of it? Will this be your second? It might be my third. Okay. This will be my like fourth, I think, my fourth time. Can't wait. Um, uh, if you've listened to the first episode, you know what my favourite Batman film is. Is it the Batman? If you know Paul. You'd have to listen again. You know what his favourite film is. <laughs> <laughs> but before we wrap up this episode, we have another question from a listener. Oh, Lord. I'm ready. The question is from the Movie Jewel podcast. And they say, which development hell DC movie would you most like to have seen become a reality? Who wants to go first, Scott? 
I will go first because I'm still angry. Okay, go on. And I, mine is Batgirl. Yes, the, of course. What really pisses me off is the fact that it's finished. Yeah. And because of freaking tax money back, <laughs> they can just write off film. But they don't realise like how many people that destroys. I know. Like people have worked so hard. Mm-hmm. Not even like cast and directors, but you know, costume, makeup, like everyone, mm-hmm. for just nothing to see the light of day. Just release the goddamn thing, even if it's on streaming or just get it out there because mm. it's just very annoying. I was I was listening to a podcast the other day and it um it brought up Batgirl and then started just talking through and the cast and everything. I was like, oh my god, I forgot Brendan Fraser was fired yeah. like this film. It's like Brendan Fraser was in this film as a as a bad guy we've never seen before. We've never seen and um we've, and we've lost Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton. <laughs> a Michael Keaton appearance. Nuts, man! And it's just it is all just down to like money finance people that just because these people at the top don't actually care about the content that's been created they just just care about the money back yeah it's just it's just a product it's not a and i'm sorry but it cost effective wise if you released it as as dvd or anything like that Mm -hmm. i think people would buy it yeah so you're going to get the return anyway but just to take it off because and the tax thing as a whole just makes me so angry Mm mm-hmm because mm-hmm. you're just proving to the point that all you care about is money yeah I know like literally there are people that. that are so excited for this film and you know you, you've you got a young woman that's got the role of a lifetime you've mm. just taken it away from her mm-hmm. and it's just it's really sad to see mm. and it's very very frustrating and makes people very angry so. yeah and I, I think um, Zaslav who's who's like the money guy of DC he um, he he came out and was like oh it was just an, it was an unwatchable film like that's why it's like I don't believe bullshit. you. I don't Absolute believe you. Bullshit. I call bullshit right now. Yeah, it's like you you clearly just saying that just to like kind of make yourself yeah. look okay that you've just yeah. written. This I've film made off. this decision for you, everyone, because yeah. I've just saved you all two hours. Don't worry about watching it. Don't worry about watching. Don't worry about it all the other shit in the world that's been released. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, Michael yeah. Keaton was in it. Michael Keaton. It's not going to be wrong. No, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that that's mine because I feel like it's still new and raw and it's yeah. just it's just very disappointing. So. Yeah. Okay, well, I got. I just got a handful because some of them we already spoke about. Mm-hmm. Um, one of which is it uh, Nicolas Cage Superman? No, I didn't. I'm not going to bring that up. But you know, we got to see him a little. We got bit. to see him a little bit. Uh, we brought this up last time. The the Gareth Evans yes. Deathstroke movie, which would have been amazing. Just his his the direction of his martial arts and stuff. Yeah, it would have been incredible. That would have been amazing to see. Um, uh, I don't know if you you know this one, but George Miller, Mad Max, George, George Miller, Miller. Max, yeah. he was supposed to make Justice League Mortal, right, in two thousand seven. Because there was also a, a thing about Justice League Dark mm-hmm. that was meant was in yeah. like twenty twelve. Yeah, yeah. But that obviously that was um, Del Toro. Yeah, and that never came to light because oh, no. that would have been could have got beautiful. Man. Yeah, from Del Toro, hundred um, percent. But yeah, it was during a writer strike when this oh, happened, that and then the Dark strike. Knight came out, and they were like. We've already got a really good film. <laughs> we should go in a different direction. That, that writer's strike took so many TV shows away from me. I'm still really raw about that. So. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then there was also, uh, speaking about this film, mm-hmm. Darren Aronofsky. Yes. He was supposed to be he the was one meant to be, Yes, he was. Batman Year One. With the which, script from Frank Miller. Which would have been interesting because he's like such a... He loves making a depressing film. He does. So... I that, just It just needed to have... 
If it was live action, I I, oh, it, I don't know if the monologues would have been worse. I, I think it could have worked if you make it really like noir detective and like like Sin City esque, or not as maybe not as literal. Maybe yeah. Just that kind of broody. Yeah. I don't think it it works as well in animation animated form. No. If you think like imagine like, not obviously not in the future, but like Blade Runner, like like yeah, misty alleyways yeah, and stuff work. like that. You don't think? Not as an animation. Oh, not as an animation. Oh, right. I'm saying the live action. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. No, of course I don't works. want to see it live action. No, of course it works. <laughs> I thought you meant animation. I apologise profusely. <laughs> but I'm going to bring this one up. I basically constructed this around you, Scott. Oh God. Because this is going to be my one that that uh, never got made. Mm-hmm. Oh, it did get made, but not under this this director. And it was Superman 4, Christopher Reeves' one. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be directed by Wes Craven. <gasps> no! <laughs> yes! Really? Yes. How do I not know this, like, fact? I'm a Wes, Wes Craven fiend. Wes Craven was supposed to direct that film. What year was that? Uh, oh, God knows. That would have been... Abs- oh, that would have been... Because he's tried his portrait. 87. Of, um, 1987. So 87. The Quest for Peace. That's what it was called. I don't know whether it would have been the same, exactly the same script. That's interesting. I hope, hope it would, would have been different because he's like very specific. Do you know what? I'm actually kind of glad that he didn't because that I might never have got Scream then. So mm. It's true. He might have been well, like, I'm a Superman guy exactly. now. Exactly. So let's backtrack that. We're happy that didn't happen. <laughs> so it's I'm just an right. interesting fact. It's, it's a very know. interesting fact. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah. That's so good. There you go. Wow. But I'm glad you didn't do it, Wes. Yeah. God rest your soul. <laughs> there you go. Thank that was you. it. Thank you, Movie Jewel. Thanks for that question. And Batman uh, Year One, aka Jim Gordon Year One. Yeah, it's it's done, done and dusted, and uh, on to the final film of the Batman Begins Again season, The Batman. Yes, very excited. I am very excited to watch it again. Actually, good. It's been a long time. Can't wait. I'm gonna have to watch it on my big TV. Guess what? They've all just come onto Netflix. All the DC have films, they? yes, including the Batman and all the DCU films as oh, well. So. Including Wonder Woman. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you, everyone. Thank you and very we'll much. See you later. Bye.